Hello everyone, I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of the Town to 10th podcast. Today I felt it was necessary to address the most recent world events that have transpired. And yes, I am talking about the Siege of Capitol Hill, as it is known as. You could say that the thesis of today's speech will be about how our past affects our future, because in order to explain how we got to this point here in North America, I will be turning towards key points made in Yuri Bezdenov's lecture on ideological subversion from the 1980s. Yuri Bezdenov, for those of you who do not know, he was a former KGB agent in the 1960s who would later go on to defect to Canada. And in Canada, he would give a series of lectures and speeches on the KGB's tactics to subvert North America. So at this point, you must be wondering, okay, well, what does the word subversion mean? I know it's a word I've been throwing around quite a few times already. A dictionary definition of the word subversion is as follows. Subversion refers to a process by which the values and principles of a system in place are contradicted or reversed in an attempt to transform the established social order and its structure of power, authority, hierarchy, and social norms. This concept was first thought of by Chinese philosopher Sun Tzu. He described the core principles of subversion in this way. Step 1, he said, Cover with ridicule all of the valid traditions in your opponent's country. Step 2, Implicate their leaders in criminal affairs and turn them over to the scorn of their populace at the right time. Step 3, Disrupt the work of their government by every means. Step 4, Do not shun the aid of the lowest and most despicable individuals of your enemy's country. Step 5. Spread disunity and dispute among the citizens. Step 6. Turn the young against the old. Step 7. Be generous with promises and rewards to collaborators and accomplices. So I am sure that to most of you, a lot of this stuff already begins to sound pretty familiar. And you can see a pattern here, you know, stuff that's really emerging in our culture as we speak right now. The KGB would go on to expand on this. And they would say, step one, corrupt the young, get them interested in sex, take them away from religion, make them superficial and enfeebled. Step two, divide the people into hostile groups by constantly harping on controversial issues of no importance. Step three, destroy people's faith in their national leaders by holding the latter up for contempt, ridicule, and disgrace. Step four, Always preach democracy, but seize power as fast and as ruthlessly as possible. Step 5. By encouraging government extravagances, destroy its credit. Produce years of inflation with rising prices and general discontent. Step 6. Incite unnecessary strikes in vital industries. Encourage civil disorders and foster a lenient and soft attitude on the part of the government towards such disorders. And finally, step seven, cause breakdown of the old moral virtues, honesty, sobriety, self-restraint, faith in the pledged word. So now that we've gone through the seven principles of ideological subversion, let's turn our attentions towards the four stages of ideological subversion. The four stages go in this exact order. Stage one, demoralization. Step 2, destabilization. Step 3, crisis. 
And step four, normalization. In step one, which is demoralization, this is a process which can take about 15 to 30 years, which is typically, you know, one generation. During this stage, the moral fiber and integrity of the country is put into question, thereby creating doubt in the minds of its people. To do so, manipulation of the media and academia is required to influence young people, as the younger generation embraces new values such as Marxism and Leninism, or whatever ism-schism you have it, the older generation slowly loses control simply through attrition. Again, true facts no longer matter during the stage, but rather creating perceptions are of the utmost importance. Allow me to elaborate a little bit more on stage one, because it goes by many names. It may be called psychological warfare, ideological aggression, propaganda warfare, the KGB call it active measures. And the purpose of this process is to change your perception of reality to such an extent that even despite any abundance of information and evidence about the danger, you are unable to come to a sensible conclusion in your own interests and in the interests of your own nation. Now, on to step two, which is destabilization. The status quo is changed. So now we're talking about the country's economy, foreign relations, and defense systems. The intent is to create a massive government permeating society and becoming intrusive in the lives of its citizens. So essentially big brother, like bigger government. That's what we are approaching in this step. This process can take two to five years to perform. Again, with the active support of academia pushing youth in this direction, here, entitlements and benefits are promised to the populace to encourage their support. So basically, you're buying off the people to accept these programs. During this stage, Bezanov claimed that after the stage is completed, the college professors are no longer needed. And since they will most likely protest the government policies when they discover the truth, they will be quickly disposed of. And he cites examples of like Nicaragua, Grenada, Afghanistan, and Bangladesh. Now, step three, this is a major step lasting up to six weeks and involves a revolutionary change of power. This is where a cataclysmic event upsets and divides the country, thereby creating panic among the citizens. So some examples of this would be like the Arab Spring, where um, Egypt and Lib Libya saw their governments being overthrown. And then finally, in step four, we're talking about normalization. And this is the final stage where the populace finally accepts and begins to assimilate to whatever is being opposed on them. Um, of course, during this time, Bezanov was speaking about communism. And this takes up to two decades to complete. During the time of his interview in 1985, Yuri Bezanov already claimed that the first step, demoralization, was completed. And in fact, he said that, you know, Russians were surprised how easily it had been performed. And one clear indicator of the moral decay of the country, well, you know, i.e. North America, was the decline of organized religion, which historically has been a beacon for morality. But like now we can see that it's virtually like almost extinct. Or has at least like less power than it did have before or influence, right? 
So that concludes the seven principles and the four steps of ideological subversion. Now, I hope that you guys are having a greater sense of how we are reaching these tipping points here in North America and how you see the emergence of the two tribal groups, which we typically like to call the left and the right. And I would just really encourage everyone, um, you know, during this time, not to get swept up and wrapped up in like all the media hype, whether it's uh, mainstream media or social media, because, you know, divided we fall, right? Like, it's the oldest trick in the book. You know, I mean, the more we begin to divide ourselves, like, the less bright our future looks, especially here in North America. So I'm just, you know, going to leave that with you guys. And I hope that everyone, you know, really tries their best to stay informed and really, you know, stay out of the mix because social media and mainstream media really are playing on our emotions during this time and keeping us distracted while other things are being at play. Like one of the most notable things I can see happening is one of the largest transfers of wealth in history. You know, like during COVID, I forget how many billions, but like the rich nearly almost was it doubled or tripled their billions while we saw people out of work, people losing their small businesses, you know, power being taken away from the everyday person, everyday consumer, right? So I would just say to everyone, you know, just keep your head up and don't just be quick to fall for every single compelling argument that you hear. Because I know, you know, the quote-unquote right or the quote-unquote left, that they do have enticing arguments and values. But they both lead to the same place. And I can tell you it's not somewhere that you want to be. So I'm just going to part with you guys with that. And I will leave in the description attached a link to Yuri Bezanov's lecture on ideological subversion. So with that, I'll leave you guys and I hope that everyone just stay safe and informed.